All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host, reporting live from Ithaca, New York. I'm so glad that you're here, and I just hope you're having a great day. Whatever you're doing, maybe you're working out, maybe you're driving to school or driving to work, and uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be a part of your day. Let's go ahead and get into it. We're talking about some more advanced valuation topics. And last time we were talking about calendarizing this financial data. Like what do you do when you want to show trailing 12 months, but you're not necessarily at the end of the fiscal year yet? That's what we talked about last time. Today, we're going to be revisiting a topic we talked about uh, many, many episodes ago, which is this concept of an M&A premiums analysis and the question specifically is this, walk me through an M&A premiums analysis. Now let's revisit what this means exactly. Let's say that we want to understand what premiums are being paid in the mergers and acquisitions market as we prepare a deal for a client. What should we do? What should we look at first? And I wanna note before we move any further that the following steps use share prices. So we're going to assume that these companies are publicly traded and not private businesses. So big assumption here. Now let's go ahead and talk about M&A premiums analysis. Now, of course, M&A, we're talking about mergers and acquisitions, companies buying and selling each other coming together. Now, the biggest way to actually narrow down our data, if we're looking at the entire M&A universe, let's say we were looking at a specific deal that we want to execute on, but we want to understand the premiums involved, we want to look at something that's close to the businesses that we are considering. So how do we do that? Well, there's a lot of different ways we can screen companies out, but probably some of the fastest ways for us to do this are by first narrowing things down by industry and then narrowing things down by size. Narrowing to each of these parameters first significantly narrows our focus so that we're only looking at relevant deals. For example, a technology deal is going to be very different from an insurance deal. And a $500 million deal is going to be very different than a $15 billion deal. So these two things matter a lot. And they're really going to narrow things down, I would say more than other factors. I mean, we could look at other different types of things such as financial profile and other non-financial attributes, which we'll get into those at some other time. But from the perspective of just doing an MENA premiums analysis from my research, this is kind of the way that you do it most quickly is looking at size and industry first. Now, once you've done this, look at your pool of data, you've narrowed it down to a list of companies. Look at the share price of the seller in each of these deals at different times before the deal was announced. Because we wanna understand how share price changed. What was the sentiment of the market before and after the deal was announced? And you can see this all the time if you follow the stock market, when a business announces they're gonna buy another business, sometimes, the acquirer stock changes rapidly, either up or down. 
sometimes, and I'll give an example of that. I think it was last year, 2022, when Adobe announced they were going to buy Figma, the design company, and Adobe stock fell. Because, and you may be like, why did Adobe stock fall? Well, it was because it was a huge acquisition and it, there was going to be a lot of shares exchanged for the company. So it was going to heavily dilute Adobe shareholders. So the share price of Adobe adjusted downward to reflect for that. So that's just one example. And then you could also look at the, uh, the target business when a deal is announced. Usually it's positive for the target because the target is usually a smaller company being bought by a bigger company sometimes a much bigger company and when that deal is announced usually the deals announced at a certain share price or a certain premium so if the shares are trading below that level they're going to jump up immediately to meet that level right because investors in the market are saying oh okay this i thought this stock was worth ten dollars but such and such company is going to buy it for 15 all right, well, my shares are definitely worth 15 now because I'm going to get bought out of that price. There's a level of certainty that the market really likes, and that can cause these instantaneous jumps in share price, both upward and downward in the stock market. So that's something for you to know if you didn't know that already. But it's important to look at what these share prices were before the deal was announced is the point. So look at what did the shares close at a day before the announcement? What did the shares close at 30 days or 60 days before the announcement? Has there been a lot of movement? We can look at historical data to better understand what is the true premium being paid for each of these businesses. So if the deal closed at $100 per share, but right before the announcement, shares traded at $50, then there is a 100% premium, right? Because the price doubled overnight, literally. So then what we can do is look at the median numbers together and then compare those numbers to the target company that we're considering for a deal and come up with an estimate of what the premium on our deal is going to be. So maybe the average premium in our data set is 25%. Okay, well then we can apply that same premium on our deal based on our metrics and financial profile and essentially say, all right, our deal might get 25% above the current share price because we're going to announce in 60 days and the average premium 60 days before announcement in our data set is 25%. So that's what we should expect. Like those are the kinds of things that we can do logically using existing data in the public markets in order to have a, a good sense of what the M&A premium is going to be. And that's it. <laughs> that's it for today, my friends. I hope you're doing really well. Hope your recruiting journey is great. A lot of my friends are, you know, getting doing coffee chats. And I know informationals are coming soon, at least in the MBA world. So I, I hope you're doing well with wherever you are in the recruiting journey. And uh, I will see you next time. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye.